Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Okay, welcome to this week's podcast. Coming up this week is walking an actual sport. Plus, I'll be discussing 43 ways on how you can improve your life today. All that and more, but first, a message from our sponsors. Come down to the shop to get yourself some Conlon's coleslaw. Conlon's coleslaw is the best coleslaw going. It's got a beautiful combination of cabbage, carrots and mayonnaise. And it's the goddamn best coleslaw you're ever going to get. Conlon's coleslaw. So come on down to Conlon's coleslaw. We've got the best coleslaw you can ever get. Conlon's coleslaw. It's the greatest coleslaw there is. Thank you very much there to Conlon's Coleslaw. Now, tonight's podcast is... Well, let me just get into something I wanted to say first. I'm sitting down here on the floor doing this podcast on my knees. Why, says you? Because I'm kind of stuck in the corner of a house here where um, I have a couple of jobs finished. So I need to figure them all out before I can get myself set up. The, the plan is this, to have 15 monitors in front of me, 15 desks in front of me, 15 mouses in front of me, 15 hard drives in front of me, and I'm going to connect to every single person on this goddamn planet. I'm going to be the most connected internet user in the world. That's my dream. I want to be the first person to hit 10 gazillion followers and likes so please hit the like button, hit the subscribe button. Please tell your friends. Anyways, hope you're all keeping well. Um, there's boxes everywhere. It's a job. It's a job these days to find jocks. You know those days where you look in the drawer and they're there looking back up at you. And this can apply to women too who wear knickers. It's handy to have them in the press where you know where they are. Because then in the morning time when you wake up, and I don't know if you change yours every day. If you don't, you know... Fair enough. I know plenty of people that don't. Anyways, going back to the point I was making. It's nice to have jocks and underwear where you know they are. So that when you wake up, whenever you wake up and you feel like changing them, they're there waiting. Waiting for you to stick your two legs through their two holes. But I can't find any these days. I can't find any jocks. Pennies is closed. They've got no online store. What are they doing? TK Maxx has got no online store either. Jesus Christ, where's a man meant to get jocks these days? I mean, I could go to Dunn's, but they've upped their prices. I could go to... God, I don't know who else is open. Do you know who is good? If you're looking for clothes. Good value as well. Because it's hard to get the value. And it's hard to get the quality. But I'll tell you who I think is good now. And you might not agree with me at all. You might say, I've got a bad shirt from there, a bad pair of shoes. Asos. Very good. Very good brands. 10 out of 10. Now, um, I'll tell you what I was up to during the week before we get into the meat and balls of the whole podcast. I was painting a radiator there the other day. And um, I have to say, I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed getting stuck in to a bit of work and I felt like a bit of meditation in the beginning I was like oh what's this about what am I doing with my life painting fucking radiators while there's people in Miami as we speak partying it up people are having sex on boats 
And here I am painting a fucking radiator. Painting it the same colour that it already was. It was just that there was rust. And I couldn't bear paint for one of those, you know, those covers you put around a radiator. So I said, I'll paint it. And then halfway through, it's just, my mindset changed. It was wax on, wax off job. Crazy kid. Well, I felt the same with the paintbrush. And the handle broke off the paintbrush, but I didn't care. I kept on painting. And it took me what I thought it was going to take me, 20 minutes. It ended up taking me an hour and a half. And the funny thing was, even though I lost so much time, I felt good at the end of it. I did. I felt really good. And I would recommend it to anyone. If you've got half an hour tomorrow to yourself, go out there in the garden and get the brush. And give it a good sweep. Um, by the way, big shout out to Mr. Price, the shop. Because they have some great stuff in there. Credit where credit's due. You go in there and you don't expect to get anything. You're like, I'm just going to have a look. And then you end up leaving with 15 Kit Kat Chunkies, a bucket for mopping, and a fucking bucket of plasters that you never knew you needed. I was in there the other day, right? I bought three biros. I brought a bar of soap and I brought two cups. Both, sorry. And um, it was more so about my admiration for Mr. Price. I was in there and I was looking around and I thought, this place is fucking brilliant. It's got everything you need. It's got toys for the kids. It's got ironing boards. It's got paint. It's got candles. It's got cups, bowls, um, cards for birthdays. It's got chocolates. It's got tea bags. It's got spices. The, the other day I was in there, the one in Berlina, and they had um, spices up by the till. I thought that was a nice choice. Because you know what they like to Aldi and them them lads, you know, they, they put their sweets around the counter because they know that they're going to catch you. Well, Mr. Price, now in fairness to him, in fairness to Mr. Price, he keeps all that stuff away from the till. And I like it. Well, not all the stuff, but the fact that there was spices up close to where you pay your money. Big shout out to Mr. Price. Cheap, cheerful and lots of random shite. Um, oh, and another story I wanted to tell you was that um, I was over in town the other day and... Uh, I'd lost my uh, card, so I went into the bank, I had to go in, because I couldn't do it online, they said you needed a card reader, and I was like, fuck's sake, so I said I'd go into the bank, straight in there, go into the Eye of the Beast, ask them the questions, put it to the main man and say, listen, how do I get fixed here again, so I walked in anyways, and uh, I was, um, there was a lady there, and she goes, walk on that side, I said, alright, fair enough, no need for the attitude, so I walked on through anyways, and she pointed me down to a certain way to walk and I was walking that way and she goes now go in there and I had to go onto those one of those self typing sort of machines and uh, she was like right now type in your address type in your name type in your date of birth so she wanted me to do all the dirty work for her but I wasn't having it so I said listen I just came in here now to change a couple of dresses and change a couple of things around please what's going on and she goes to me hey let's see your cheek I said listen I can I can leave and I said, I will leave. And I walked out the door and I was gone out the door. Then And then I turned around and go, you know what? No, I'm going to be the bigger man. So I came inside again and I said, listen, I'm so sorry for what happened there. She was, I said, don't worry about it. Everyone's stressed with this coronavirus. I said, I know. And I thank you very much for caring and understanding. Can I get a two grand loan? She goes, no, you can't. Get out. So I walked out with my head held high. And at least I tried. <laughs>
you know what else I watched the other day? The Wizard of Oz. I was watching it because I wanted to see what all the fuss was about. And I hadn't watched it since I was a very young boy. So I didn't really know what the whole story was. I knew there was some woman who was walking on the yellow brick road. And she met across a couple of different lads along the way. Like Tin Man, the Lion Fella and the Scarecrow. And they get down to this doorway and they can't get in or can't get out or something. That's all I remember from that movie. So I said, okay, I'll watch it again now to see what was going on. So anyways, the main character, I think her name is Dorothy Perkins. Uh, I think so now, I could be wrong. But uh, she was like, oh, I want to go somewhere. I want to go on the Yellowbrick Road. So everyone was like, okay. And then they all started singing, you know, follow the Yellowbrick Road. And it all started getting a bit weird then. And then she was walking on the Yellowbrick Road and she bumped into, I think the Tin Man first. I forget now, I think it was the Tin Man. And he was a bit seized up. So she got a bucket of oil from somewhere and started squeezing loads of oil into him. No, do you know what? She bumped into the scarecrow first. And he was standing there in the field and he was scaring off the crows. And he was okay. He wasn't so bad. He was a nice character. He wasn't as bad as the other scarecrow that was big on television. Wurzel Gummidge from the late 90s, early noughties, who I despised. But this was a different uh, scarecrow altogether. Very nice scarecrow. So anyways, then they went on next. And then the next character was, I believe... The Tin Man, and they spread a bit of oil onto the Tin Man. He started moving, and uh, he seemed to have nerve issues, that lad. He was a bit shook up. And then they kept on, and they, they went as far as a lion who was like trying to pretend he was a hard man, but deep down he was a soft man. Anyways, between the jigs and the reels, they all headed down the yellow brick road to find the answer to something. And then when they got down to the doorway of some place, maybe it was Oz, thinking back now, probably was Oz, um... They got to the door anyways and your man was like not thinking they should come in there. But they got in there anyways. And between the jigs and the reels, the place was full of leprechauns. Now, why was there so many leprechauns? That's something I started wondering halfway through the movie. Because I like The Wizard of Oz. I've heard great stories about it. But why are they so adamant that there was so many leprechauns? Are you having a dig at the Irish, are you? That's what I took away from that movie. Are you having a dig at the Irish, are you? Because if you are, you've got a lot of people to deal with. Right? So I don't rate that movie. Don't bother watching it. Another thing I wanted to mention before we really do truly get into the, the main meat and veg of the podcast is the other day I was driving down the road, four miles an hour, listening to Midwest radio, and they were playing some song by uh, God knows who, but it was country and western. And I was listening and I was enjoying it and I had the window down and I was driving four miles per hour looking at people. Now, back in the day, I used to give out to my father for doing that. I'd say to him, oh, you fucking hurry up. Stop looking at people. You're so nosy. And he said to me, someday you'll be nosy. And I said, I'll never be nosy. I will never be nosy. And here I am driving at four miles per hour. The other day, listening to Midwest Radio, there was some country and western song on. And I was just taking my time, having a look around the place. And I thought, sure, why not? Now, walking, is it a sport? Should we consider it a sport? Some people would say to you, no, walking, you go to the shop, you walk, but you can't consider walking a sport. Well, there's race walking, and that became an official Olympic sport over 90 years ago. So obviously someone's come up with this idea one day where they're like, you know what, I do a lot of walking. I want this to be a sport so I can win everything. And everyone's like, what? And he's like, yeah, seriously, you see me outside, haven't you? Yeah, is that what walking is? Yes, it's now going to become an Olympic sport. I'm going to be the best in the world at it. And I think that's how it came about. But here's an interesting fact about walking. 
A Big Mac takes one hour and 43 minutes to burn off walking. So every time you have a Big Mac, it takes an hour and 43 minutes to burn off. I don't even believe that. I don't think that's fair either. You know when they say to you stuff like, if you eat a Snickers, it takes you a full hour of exercise to burn off. I don't believe that. I don't believe it. I think it's a lie. And you're not going to stop me eating sweets. Because I like my crisps and I like my sweets. Kit Kat chunkies. Jelly babies. I had a fucking a load of jelly babies today. I had too much sugar today. Far too much. I probably had a week's worth of sugar today. And uh, I've been up and down like a fiddler's elbow since since the first bite of the Kit Kat Chunky. I was in Mr. Price and I did buy a lot of shite. And now I'm high as a kite on sugar. But a Big Mac takes an hour and 43 minutes to burn off. That's ridiculous. Seriously. I think if you want to have a Big Mac, have a Big Mac. You know, and I think the running is a great job too, the walking I should say. But, you know, have a Big Mac if you want to have one. Walking on a rough terrain requires 50% more energy than a paved flat road. I believe that to be true. Because the other day I was walking across a field and I was walking for about five minutes and I started struggling. I was like, I don't know. I don't think I want to keep doing this. This is too much. This is a pain in the hole. But eventually I got to this flat road and I was like, Jesus, it's a nice feeling to be on a flat road. So I suppose it's all about perception in that sense. If you take 9,000 steps per day, In a lifetime, that's 3.5 trips around the earth, which is a lovely thought when you think about it. Imagine us all walking around this planet Earth at the same time. I'm walking around the place and calling into people and saying hello in different languages. Wouldn't that be lovely? Well, probably not because the place would stink of fucking people shiting on the side of the road because they'd be like, I don't have time to stick around. I'm walking across the world, sorry. Poo all over the road, don't you know well? Race walking is... The rules about race walking, which is an Olympic sport, as I said, for the last 90 years, you have to have one foot on the ground. That's the rules. So when you're walking, you might see lads... If you see a lad walking really fast, have a look at his feet. And if both feet are off the ground, that means he's lying to you and he's lying to himself because he's not walking, he's running. Uh, Or jogging even, or even sprinting. So basically that's all the rules that they have. You have to have one foot in the ground and you can become a professional walking Olympian. Right, so get get walking. Join the Olympics. Let me know how you get on. And you listen, you know what, I enjoy a good walk myself. Love nothing more than walking around the place, fucking having a crack with people, fucking talking away. You know yourself, hey, you walk up to someone and say, what's the crack yourself, man? How you find the whole thing, fucking lockdown, all that shit there? Ah, like, oh, man, you know yourself, fucking be crack. I know well, hey, ah. Now, are you looking for 43 ways to improve your life today? Well, I might just have the answer for you. I'm going to go through 43 different ways on how you can improve your life today. Starting with numero uno. Get moving. Guys, get out there. Get moving around the place. Get the circulation of the blood pumping around the body. And trust me, you're going to feel at least 4% better. Scientists have proven in the recent weeks that just going outside for 10 minutes can improve your happiness by up to 4%. Well, you know, who knows? Who knows? Try yoga at number two. If you've never tried yoga, then all you need to do is look at Ryan Giggs and his career as a footballer. He continued to play football until he was 39. 
at the top level. And he said, all because of yoga and stretching. So clearly there's something in the yoga that makes you feel alive. Some connection to Mother Nature. I don't know what it is, but maybe it's the bending. Maybe it's the whatever it's doing to the insides of you. But whatever it did to Giggs, it turned him into one of the greatest athletes that Man United have ever had in their ranks. Number three, try a walking mindfulness meditation. Maybe you're out walking, maybe you want to reconnect with Mother Nature and say, how do I do this? Well, you're out walking, you've got a bit of quiet time for yourself, you're not listening to any podcasts and your brain is just working away, connecting with the trees, the birds and the bees around you. And before you know it, you'll be skipping down the road like Huckleberry Finn back in the day. And that's number three. Number four is relieve back pain. Yes, this is a good one because the way we're sitting now, and I noticed this the other day myself, I looked in the mirror, all my chest is pulled into a fucking semicircle because of the way I'm sitting in the laptop all the time. I'm turning into a little crab. So what I want to do is I want to start stretching and making my chest bigger and getting back to the way I used to be, a really muscular, cool dude. No, but seriously though, on a serious note, Stretching is good. I don't do enough of it, but I should. Number five, take a selfie to keep, not share. So when you're taking a picture of yourself, it could be in your garden, you could be on all fours, or you could be on all twos, and you want to just have a picture just for yourself. You don't care that the internet's going to see it. Even though nowadays, and I think we're all guilty of this, when you're taking a picture, you're thinking to yourself, I wonder, can I put that anywhere now? Can I put that on fucking TikTok? Can I? Can I put it on YouTube? And before you know it, then you're out of the moment and you missed what's right in front of you. And it could be two birds making love or it could be two rabbits going at it and you've missed it because you're too busy thinking about the phone. And on to the next one. Now, I'm not going to go through 43 of them because you'll probably be sick of me by the end of it. But next one is take a guilt-free nap. And I love this one so much because... So many times we go into bed now and we're thinking, what can I do tomorrow? What do I have to do? No. What you do is tomorrow, and please do this tomorrow if you get a chance, at around 2 o'clock in the day or 7 o'clock in the day or even 11 o'clock in the morning, have a nap. Just go into bed, have a nap. Someone says to you, can you come outside and help me? No. Go to bed. But I need to help you with the computer? No. Bedtime. But, but what about this? No. I'm going to bed. Good night. And then you get into bed. They keep asking you, tell them to fuck off. Next one. Find a cheerleader. Find someone that will sing your praises, that will stand beside you through thick and thin and always believe in you. That's the kind of person that you want in your life. You want someone who, even when they know you're wrong, they'll be like, no, no, he's, he, he was sound. Yeah, he didn't, he didn't mean to do that. What? Someone that's got your back 24-7-365. I'm talking about a brother that would die for you. Okay, I'm not going that far. But find a cheerleader. That's someone that's going to always have your back. Always stand by your side and always say, yes. You're, you're good. You're good. You're a good guy. You want someone in your corner all the time. And if you can't find one, then you become that person for yourself. Uh, number 12 is indulge. And I like this one too because it's nice to, it's nice to have a bit of ice cream. As I said, I had loads and loads of sweets today. Jelly tots, Haribos, wagon wheels. And this is no messing. I had loads of onion rings. I had a family pack of onion rings to myself. And here I am talking about indulging. And I went too far. And I know I did. 
but it's not easy when it's there in front of you. When you open a bar of chocolate, it's not like you're going to put half it in the press. People that do that are sick. You want to just finish it there and then, get rid of it. Because when it's not in the house, you can't have any more anyways. But my problem is that I bought a lot of sweets today and crisps. I had Pringles as well. And the list went down. But to cut a long story short, I, uh, I went too far. But it's nice to indulge as well. It's nice to enjoy yourself. You know, as, as the fella says, there's no tow bar in the hearse. You only live once, so make sure you fucking live it right. And um, I believe in that to be, sh- to be true. But at the same time, I won't be having sweets for a very long time now because I don't think it's fair to myself. Even though any time I walk into Sintra or Aldi or any of those shops, they're just there in front of you at the till. I think they need to get rid of them from the till because it's too dangerous for the likes of me and all those other people with sweet teeth out there. Now, I'm going to finish up with one or two more of these um, how to feel better about life. These are things I'm just... I found an article on the internet the other day and I said, you know what? I'll try a few of these out and I'll see which ones are working. And number 16 is wake up for the sunrise. Get up there when the sun is coming out of the sky. Be up before it and say, look, at there's the sun in the sky getting up in the morning. I'm awake before everybody else who's in bed, probably half naked. And when they do wake up, they'll be half farting and going for a piss and just talking absolute rubbish in the morning because your brains are not properly processing information so yeah do try and get up to see the sunrise it's beautiful and i haven't seen a sunrise probably in many 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 moons probably when i was going home from a party back in the day and go you know yourself like ha give you out fucking down the fucking spanish arch man hanging out and then you see the sun coming up you're like fuck it's time to go home man ha <laughs> So they were good days, man. They were good days. But yeah, you need to you need to try and I suppose get up before the fucking you know the sun does. Um and I'm gonna give finish on this final one and then we're gonna go into a bit of correspondence that I got. And I wanna say again, if you ever want to get in touch, it's oncolly at gmail.com and thank you very much to everybody that's been supporting this podcast on Patreon. Really do appreciate it. I sincerely mean that from the bottom of my heart that uh I love making these every Thursday and uh I really hope you appreciate them. And again, with COVID and all the other shit that's gone on, you know, I wanted to do more stuff with vi- like videos and stuff like that. But I will do that when all is said and done. And I uh, just wanted to say thank you very much for all the support. Correspondence. Thank you very much once again for all the correspondence. Now, I have one juicy one here that I'm going to read out. And it's a simple enough one where a lady asks, is it okay that her boyfriend wants to go on holidays with the lads only for a week away in Ayanapa? And my answer to that question is, oh yes, let the boys off because they're going to have a good time. I mean, I don't know if they can go just at the moment, but I'm sure eventually they'll be allowed to go. But I'm sure like they're probably planning to go somewhere now with the lockdown and everything else. And this is the way it goes. Um, let them off on their holiday to Ayanapa. And you at the same time, you go on your holiday. You go somewhere completely different than them. Somewhere far, far away. So like, uh, let me see, like Estonia or um, go to, uh, ooh, somewhere else. Go somewhere else anyways. And somewhere where they're not going. Let them let them be curious too about where you're going. And tell them, I'm not telling you where I'm going. I'm going somewhere where you'll never find me. And then you go there, somewhere like Estonia, because they'll never find you out there. And you're hanging out out there and you're enjoying the crack yourself. You're there with your friends, you're hanging out with Estonians, you're drinking the local beer. 
and you're not thinking about them out there in Ayanapa dancing away to rave music. You're enjoying yourself. You're enjoying the Stonian food. And you know, if you can't beat them, join them. So what I'm saying to you is let him off. Let him do his thing. Let him free like a bird leaving a nest. And you go wherever you want to go to. You enjoy yourself. And then just like two birds who went out for the day, will they both come back to the same nest? You never know. You never know. But I do sincerely hope that the two of you do stay together and you come back to that nest together like two birds after a long day and you get into the nest till you make love to each other. I'd love the idea of you two guys making love and saying we stuck it out. Celine Dion job. We stuck it out to the final moment and here we are. Anyways, thank you very much for the question and do take care of yourself and thank you very much to people who sent in questions and thank you everyone again to listen to this podcast. I really do appreciate it and uh, I, I hope everyone's doing well out there and my door is always open so please do get in touch if you ever want to talk and thank you very much for listening to this podcast. really do appreciate it. I'll see you at the weekend again. I'll be back with another one, a longer one the weekend as well. I'm getting things set up here and I'm going to hit the ground running like... Uh, Speedy Gonzalez.